Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, what's going on? All right, we're going to talk about the turnoffs that are so specific and terrible, apparently, that you break up with someone because of them here in just a second. Okay. Did you see the story on CNN about airline seats, about the recline button? The death no. of the recline button. They're going to get rid of them? They're, they're phasing them out. Apparently, I haven't flown much lately. People but can't guess, be trusted with them. Well, that's part of it. I, right. I, when I saw it, I thought, well, they're getting rid of it because people are so split on this anyway, whether or not you should even be allowed to recline if it does right. have a recline button. A, a lot of us, I think you included, I know I've said, like, just don't do it. There's already no Unless there's no here. one behind me. So, yeah, if there's no one behind you, then more power to you. But right. most of the time there is, so just don't do it. So then I'm reading through this article about why they're getting rid of it, and it's not really because people are upset that the people in front of them are reclining. So the first thing is is that in order to make the seat recline, they've got to put some wires and stuff in there that cause the seat to pivot, okay. and that in and of itself costs money. No, they're already there. Oh, you're saying on any new plane. Uh, yeah, they're not they're, getting rid right. of it. If they, okay. build, if they make those seats, <clears throat> then they've got to put the, the mechanism in there, and that would cost money. Also... It uh, it adds a little tiny bit of weight because you've got these wires in there. I mean, this is how much they're talking about okay. weight savings. The idea, I don't know what uh, the reclining mechanism weighs in a seat, but you're telling me if that adds up enough that you're worried about it, then we just need to subsidize airlines, have them be at least partially government run right. so that they make their money and so that we cannot uh, or so that we don't have to fly in this horrible, horrible, horrible condition that we're flying in now it's bad i mean i don't know when you were a kid when you first flew your parents they probably flew coach right yeah and and was it much better than coach now what i remember i mean honestly what i remember i feel like yeah me too i was an adult but still that's been over 20 years ago you know i think man i was a kid but there was a smoking section yeah they had the little. They had to go back the... to the back mm-hmm. to smoke, so that means they didn't sell the whole thing because you moved back and forth. Yeah, because uh, I remember my dad would go back there. Yeah, and, um, and it just felt like there was more room. The seats in general felt like they had more. room. I think they were. I mean, I'm, I, I, did they add seats? Is that what they yes, did? They okay, had. because it felt like there was just more room, and it felt like people were more dressed up. Like it was kind of an occasion. Like yeah. if you flew, you you know. I don't know when that ended. I know back when flying first became really a thing commercially that people, you see the old movies and the old documentaries and people were dressed to the nines. Also, I think people in general dressed up more than, but certainly going on an airplane was a big deal. So you dressed up and that's where you you had the the flight attendant bringing you a meal on every flight and your coffee and your alcohol. Right. Now, I have seen people, you know, as we complain about that, I have seen people argue with the other side of that. That when my dad flew, he could afford to fly, mm-hmm. but a lot of people couldn't. Right. It was not uh, something that the average American could afford. That's why you did dress up, and that's why you were around people with more money, and a lot of people didn't fly. Well, they added some seats, right? Uh, cut out some expenses. There's not meals. There's just, you know, peanuts. A lot of stuff that they cut out made that affordable so regular people could fly. So. Right. 
you know, as we complain about it, maybe there is some good to it. I know you hear that about, well, you know, uh, charging for every checked bag helps keep tickets right. low. And Okay, I mean, I, I understand that, but I would like to see someone do some research and find out if it's actually right. I don't being know passed on right. to us I don't know as much as it should be. But, so but the, what did it cost to fly in the 70s and the 80s compared to what does it cost to fly now? Yeah, that'd be an interesting thing to look up, like a flight for, a coach flight from New York to L.A., in 1977. Right, as compared to now. Cost. Yeah, and, and it, then adjust for inflation and, and just see. So they're blaming it on the reclining thing on uh, the weight that these things add and then the maintenance of making sure that they continue work. to work and then the cost of just installing them in the first place. And then finally, obviously, people are you know, upset about people reclining in front of them. And in general, I guess, in order to have the seat recline, even though mostly what's moving when you hit recline is your the butt of the seat is moving forward, your back does come back a little bit. But what helps it to feel like it's reclining is that the ass is sliding forward. Right. So it's you know it's like a space saver. But the thing is, it does still take a little bit of room. And so the airlines don't want to have to give that little bit of room. So whatever that little bit of room is that's there for the seat to recline right now, they want it gone. So that, to me, says they're making it. They're, they're making the seats even closer together to the point where they couldn't put a recliner in there if they wanted to. I mean, right now, it doesn't even look right. like it should exist. You can't fit in there. No. If you're, you do not have to be tall to be completely uncomfortable on That's an airplane. That's ridiculous, man. You right. can't fit on them you, you, you can't fit. I, I'm 6'2". You're 6'3", yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, and I see people that, you know, my brother's, I think, maybe 5'8", five, 5'9", five, something like I'm that. I'm short, it, and it's still tight. Right. It's really, really tight. Your knees are right. packed in there, and man. if you're tall, you just have to kind of sit at it this. It sucks. It right. sucks. I really almost kind of quit doing it. Me too. Yeah. I've driven to Florida the last couple yeah. of times. Mm-hmm. I, if I could afford to just say, well, I'll save up, and then when I need to fly, I'll fly business class or first right. class. Or first class is nice. It is, but the problem is, in order to know far enough advance that you're going to be traveling. They we, charge for the roof. Right. We don't usually know, and then right. the price increase is insane. Mm-hmm. What was a you know $200 ticket in coach becomes a $1,000 ticket right. in first class. And then you're like, is it... Every time you think you're going to do it, even when you plan it, you're like, we're going to fly first class this time. Yeah. And then we'll go on there, and we look at it, and we're like, you know, we can probably survive no, in that's coach. It. It's like a tenth of the price. Mm-hmm. But it's just so uncomfortable that I don't want to do it anymore. I think people who have to do it for work are going to have to continue to do it for work. Of course. But for people that were flying for vacation with their family, how many of those people now are just like, no, screw it. I'm driving. You've done it multiple times now. Yeah. And I feel I like you were a fly time. first kind of guy. All the time. Yeah. And you've taken, what, three or four road trips yeah. with the boys that would have in the past definitely, definitely been, been flights. Yeah. Been flights. I, just, I mean, I have a time limit. If I can get there in 11 hours in a car, then I'm good. If it's anything more than that, then I'll fly. Mm. Yeah, it also depends on how much time you have off. Still, right? I don't want to spend two days in a car. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. you Because I've, I've, I spend It's one day. If I wake up early and I'm there by that, that night, then I'm okay. Yeah. But if I got to spend the night in a hotel and then do it again? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, no. that's what I've been doing. It's two, yeah, no. two days to Florida. I know. Yeah. I've done it a million two, times. Two days there, two days back. And then, like, the last time uh, for Thanksgiving, I think we only stayed there two and a half days. Yeah, no. So we were in the car longer than we were actually in yeah, Florida. No. I justified in my head by, like, we're going to stop and do stuff well, along the way. And we'll, well, we do, but it doesn't make it worth it. You know, it, it doesn't. But then when I get on that plane, because I can get a direct flight there. We've done it. There's one airline that goes there directly. Sure. 
And we've done it. And when I get on that airplane, I think I think it's like, what, a three-hour flight, two-and-a-half-hour flight? And I just think, I don't want to do this again. What I did when I was flying to Florida all the time, my parents lived there, is, I, you know, I think once a year, because I went down there a couple times a year, if not more, I think once at the beginning of the year, I just bought clothes for me and the boys. Yeah. And then just put them in the closet there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like four T-shirts, four shorts, a bathing suit, some shoes, and just left them in there. And that way, when we flew, you don't need we don't have any bags, we don't have anything, we just walk through. It makes life a lot easier if you do that. Th- that's a huge No part carry-ons, of no nothing. We're just going to the airport, we get on, when we get off, we go into your room, you know, at your grandma and grandpa's house, and there's your clothes. Yeah, when you have to check a bag and then wait for the bag, that adds so much time. It, can, it also adds, adds money just for a, a lot of And also a pain a in the ass. a huge pain in the ass. The whole thing, but also just getting to the airport. I mean, where we live, the airport is so goddamn far away from no, the city that you think, okay, what time do I need to leave? And then you start to do the math. All right. You know, if it's like you're saying, Lazo, if it's an 11-hour drive, then you start to do the math. All right, it's an 11-hour drive, yeah, so it's an six, hour and a half seven flight. hours. Right. right. Because I got to leave for the airport about three hours early because I got to get there right. over an hour early. That's why my get... limit's 11 hours. Yeah. Like, anything over probably... than that, then it's probably easier to fly, but... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.